0: Welcome to the Five Star Life Show, your home for content related to education, parenting, and changing wrong mindsets so you can live a five-star life. I'm your host, Coach Seth. Let's do this. Stumbled across this show, really want to encourage you to go check out our website at five starlife.org. Learn about the mission of Five Star Life. We're changing the face of education, of sports, of culture. Also, before we dive into today's lesson, which we're gonna be talking about how to break through in your social life, we just filmed a curriculum lesson for thousands of kids that will be going through this, this, this lesson. And if you want to learn more about the mission, go to 5 But you can also catch this show anywhere podcasts are streamed. We also have this out on YouTube at The 5 Star Life, so please check, it out, check us out there. Uh, make sure you subscribe to it so you don't miss an episode. You can archive them, go back. Also, hit the like button and share button. Share this. It's going to be helping this message go forth and impact your friends and family nice so well thank you thank you <laughs> so we're we're new to this youtube thing so i'm having to like for people that are just listening she's saying nice because i'm actually looking at the camera so pardon me to people that watched the first youtube show because i wasn't even look at the camera like i'd like hey welcome this is five star life coach Seth. and i'm like look, look looks looks like i'm looking at the wall <laughs> so it it was um uh, kind of comical so we're we're fixing it little by little
1: we are. We're newbies.
0: We're work in progress. Hey, so anyways, um, we've got a lot going on with 5 Star Life, so do check out our website. We're on a mission. We've got something coming up just around the corner. We have our 5 Star Life Golf Open coming up at the end of August the 28th. That's a Monday. Um, it's going to be an awesome event. And then we have this incredible event coming up um, in September. September, which we're super excited about, it's Cowboys and Heroes, and we're so stoked about this. We've never done this before, but if you live in our region, and you're interested in coming out and learning more about Five Star Life, and you love all things cowboy, cowgirl, equine, horses, the ranch life, it's going to be just a beautiful night with some awesome entertainment. We have um, one of our staff members is actually on the rodeo circuit. He's going to be doing some demonstrations, so... Mm -hmm. It's going to be a whole lot of fun with some great food
1: and a chance to see the other parts of our campus too. That's right, the beautiful come. garden and our new life building and
0: yeah. So so come on out, join us. You can check that out um, at fivestarlife.org. Um, so Mia, you missed our curriculum I filming did. today. You're in a so, meeting. Yeah. Um, but we we had a great conversation. So we're just we're in the third lesson filming a series on uh, how to break through in your social life and so many kids that I get to talk to. Um, one of the common things that comes up is I feel socially awkward. I have social anxiety, like I'm just weird or I'm odd. You know, coach me, Coach Seth, on how to connect. And so, you know, ultimately – This whole series about their social life is so important. If you missed previous episodes, go back and listen because we really unpack a lot of data that talks about the importance, the vital importance of the human element of being connected in relationships. Like, we're truly unable to thrive if we're isolated and disconnected. And so, so many kids feel so socially awkward that it holds them back from really... Uh, connecting with other people um, I, I mentioned in this in this lesson um you know watching American Idol contestants uh, th- there's there's this clip of actually it's on YouTube you can look it up if you're if you're a YouTube person but like worst auditions of American Idol if you watch it it <laughs> it is it is very it's funny it's comical but it's cringy right I don't know if you've ever seen American Idol
1: I have, but...
0: <laughs> so you have these people that, you know, they've planned on this for months. They've been dreaming of being the American Idol, and they're they're like, here I am. I'm in front of, you know, back in the day, Simon and, and the gang, Paul Abdul and whoever. And, uh, you know, they have no singing ability whatsoever. But either they've ignored every person in their life that told them, you can't sing, or they just have no self-awareness They don't realize, like, they have no singing ability whatsoever. And so, you know, you watch them, it's just cringy and you want to tell them, you don't know whether to, to, to kind of nervously laugh or you want to shake them and just say, dude, like get some self-awareness, show some respect for yourself and listen to some people and get a little more awareness of like what you're, where you're at in life. (laughs) Because you'll experience a whole lot, like these people face some, just devastating rejection Mm. because the judges, again, they're judges and they're brutal. I mean, I don't agree with how they treat people because it's just absolutely like they're, I mean, often they were mean back in the day. They were mean, like laughing, mocking, and just, I mean, that every, every human has, has value. (laughs) Like, they don't deserve to be treated that way. And you can just say, "Listen, I'm sorry. You don't have it. You can't sing." Mm-hmm. And now I know it's hard when they start arguing with you, like, "No, I can sing. Give me the shot. Give me another chance." So, anyways, self awareness is a big deal because it, we set ourselves up for rejection when we're unaware of how we come across to the known world. I'm not talking about singing. I'm talking about in relationships, in our social life, and there's. There's a lot of people out there that they're not aware of some of those personality types and some of the hygiene issues, some of the way that they're closing themselves off to people that maybe if they got through the surface issues, they'd get along really well. Mm-hmm. But they don't get the chance to connect because they have so little self-awareness and they deter people from connecting.
1: So was that part of the lesson? So teach kids how to be self-aware? Yes, Yep. How do we do that?
0: So, you know, it, it, it really is um, it, it, the, the hard part to get over is this because every, every kid wants to say, yeah, but Coach Seth, um, we, we've been told since we were little kids, like, not to judge. I mean, kids have been told a thousand times by the time they're in middle school, don't judge. Mm-hmm. But the reality is it's a part of our DNA. We judge people. And we like you can't get away from being judged, just like when you're on American Idol, everywhere you go, this is this is just reality. everywhere you go, people are making little, tiny, invisible judgments about you. Yeah, I know people hate that, and people are saying, well, isn't it Coach Seth about what's on the inside, not the outside? Yes. Yes, 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 a thousand percent. But it is when you go to connect with someone, what is the first thing you, again, I'm not talking about a bad job. I'm just talking about we judge people. The first thing we do is we see what they look like. We're judging them based on their appearance. That is just life. People can argue all day with us about whether it's right or wrong, but it's just reality. The first thing we do is judge on their appearance on how they smell is this a person i want to be within you know four feet of that is human nature
1: judge their handshake yes that's a huge one
0: absolutely so so, so for kids we just say listen you you, you got to start by being aware of this idea that y- you are your own brand and if you want to create social connections and get over social awkwardness and anxiety, you got to start realizing I am my own brand and start thinking, how do I want to brand myself? How do I want to represent myself? How do I want to show up? And, and here's the challenge. There's a lot of voices on the other side saying, don't worry about what people say. Don't worry about what people think. Just be yourself. I totally agree with that when it comes to your values and your beliefs. Have your values. Have your beliefs. When it comes to things like hygiene and how you represent yourself, um, (laughs) you want to be self-aware and pay attention to how the outside world will perceive you. Otherwise, you'll face a lot of rejection and you'll miss out on a lot of influence. And what this world needs is good people can influence the world. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the foundation of, of what we're talking about with them in talking about Self-awareness. Now, in the next segment, we'll unpack some of the solutions and how we really deliver that. But before we go to this break, I really want to encourage you, if you just stumbled across this show, go to our website, five starlife.org, take a moment if you're in front of your computer or if you're on your smartphone, and just take a moment, subscribe to the show, or like and share this episode with others. The last thing I'll say is please take a moment. If you've been listening to this show for you know a few episodes and you like the content, really want to encourage you to consider helping us be represented within your community, whether it's a school, a local program, make a connection and spread what we're doing. We want to expand and grow and reach this whole nation. We'll be right back after this.
1: Did you know that you can bring the values, lessons, and mindsets Coach Seth discusses on the 5 Star Life podcast to your local community? Schools are searching for programs and content that work. Just a simple introduction to your teacher or principal could be a game changer in your community. Inquire at 5starlife.org and someone from our team will be in touch.
0: Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with my incredible co host, Coach Mia. So we're having a great conversation about how to break through in your social life. This is an awesome episode for uh, all of those of you who have kids, grandkids, nephews and nieces. Um, Great content. This is a lesson that's filmed and put into our 5 Life app. It's also in all of our content that goes to schools. We're super excited about it. If you've just stumbled across this show, really want to encourage you to check us out online at our website, 5 And also, please subscribe and like and. And share this episode. And we are listened to anywhere podcasts are streamed. We're also uh, on YouTube at The Five Star Life. So, you know, we're having this conversation about breaking through in your social life. And self-awareness is such a big key. And self-awareness is it's such a deep topic. There's so many, I mean, I could do a gazillion lessons on self-awareness. But with this specific lesson, we're referring to self-awareness as it relates to connecting with others. Like how aware are you of how people perceive you? Right. That's a really important thing. Now, the other part of self-awareness we talk about other times, is like, and we might get into this later in the show is, you know, one of the central parts of self-awareness is how aware are you of your own thoughts and emotions? How aware of you, uh, how aware are you of your own vibe and what what's going on internally? Because, that shows up when you think about um, in a social setting. There's there's all kinds of research that says what is going on internally, subconsciously, is like a magnet. Or it's like, it's like demagnetizing people, right? It's either pushing people away or bringing people to you. And so that other part of self-awareness, like your own internal thoughts and feelings and emotions, is really a core part of this. But for kids, we're trying to keep it super practical initially to get them to think about, okay, how aware are you of how people view you and see you?
1: So is that like the physical part you're talking about now? The, the okay. physical part,
0: yeah. So look, looking at simple things like the solution that we give kids was, first of all, to really start to think about grooming yourself. Like make sure, you, you know, if I am my own brand we're our own brand and we want business, we want people to be connected to us and to come to us for business, um, you've got to think about aesthetically how you're representing your brand. And so kids aren't necessarily thinking about those things. They're just, you know, thinking about themselves. Mm-hmm. But how you so so things like showering, being clean, wearing clean clothes, especially like we just had a little shout out for dudes who love to wear their same shirt every day, like they have that favorite shirt they mm-hmm. wear it every day. Because there's a lot of kids out there like that. <laughs> this is my favorite shirt and I wear it every day. Where, if you want to wear it every day, it's fine. But you got to wash that dog because that thing be stinking after one wear through mm-hmm. a day, right? So you're washing that thing, you're cleaning it. Um, you're you're also styling your hair. You're you're also wearing deodorant. You're also thinking about things like the smell you have. If you want to go to the next level, it's like perfume or cologne, right? You're you're making sure that uh, from the outset, um, you are showing up as the open sign is open. I'm open for business. I'm I I'm showing up with 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 someone who is going to be viewed as attractive. That's one of those things that's important if you want to socially connect. Mm-hmm. Because unfortunately in this world, people look at you, we we judge with our eyes first and our heart second. It's just the way we are. We look at you and then some people are, are so good at heart they don't care. And that's where everybody's supposed to be but not everybody's that way especially in middle school and high school. They're definitely not that way. It's all about the eye test.
1: I, I just feel like it's so, that's so controversial right now. <laughs> it, isn't that terrible to say? Like, yeah. you know, hygiene, but I, it's what you said in the last segment is that, you know, people just say, be who you want to be. Like, yes. you know, I, I don't want to take a shower. I don't want to wash my hair. I like body odor. Oversp- you know, B.O.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah and and I would say I totally agree with the premise be who you, like be yourself when it comes to your values and your beliefs right but when it comes to we're talking this whole series is about your social life if you indeed want to have a social life and you want to have expansive opportunities socially now if you want to be a hermit you're not going to listen to this show and if you you want to be a hermit, you your kids are going to check out if that's what they want mm-hmm. if they really want to be isolated, which in the first episode, we talked about how that is actually detrimental to your mental health and physical health. You'll literally live a shorter life if you're not connected.
1: I think it's also detrimental because I'm just sitting in a meeting and talking about change if we're not willing to make changes to fit in or to you know attract a new friend
0: well it, it is. People have been so uh, deceived, they think the solution for being rejected is to somehow stick their head in the sand and and reject what people have been accepting for years, and that's the feedback mechanism. There's a natural feedback feedback mechanism, right? There's a feedback loop in all of life. There is... How we show up to an event, to a place, to a job, to a test, to a game, how we show up to our spouses and our kid, how we show up is one thing. And then what people give you back, that's called a feedback loop. And I can stick my head in the sand and pretend it doesn't exist and pretend everybody else out there is against me and they're rejecting me. Or I can say, I'm going to be, I'm going to hang into the feedback loop. And I'm going to listen, and I'm going to practice being self-aware. And maybe I have blind spots because the universe is telling me something. It's trying to communicate. And if you want to live a five-star life, this is really important. The world will tell you all kinds of things for why we succeed or why we fail. The question is, are we aware enough to receive it? But yeah, it's funny how this is controversial.
1: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it it's
0: like you know you, you need to take a shower you need to wash your hair you need to do some things and well they just nobody accepts me people reject me people judge me and they label me they need to accept me how i am well um if you if you want to live in the real world the real most people they they just i mean try to go get a job where you aren't dressed properly right Try to get into serious relationship, right? Everybody has their own way of judging you. And we're all human, so you can't can't deny that we as humans have some core things that we like. We are attracted to certain things. We are put off by certain things. What the world has tried to do, and I think it's media-driven what the media's tried to do is just try to put stereotypes on these things instead of recognize them for what they really are right mm-hmm. they, they they've tried to break down and stereotype and it's it's just it's it's not it's not real right And it's giving people a false world to live in and it's giving them so it's giving them so many reasons to be rejected and to be hurt and to live far beneath their potential, it almost becomes a banner of "This is who I am," and most people are saying, "No, no, this is this is not. I'm not rejecting you for this and this. It has nothing to do with that." Um, but we make we make all these surface things our our banner, and it's a, it's a big mistake if you want to be socially connected.
1: So, kind of break that down just a little bit
0: okay, let me think of an example. Um, so if, if I am going to just beat my chest and say, I don't believe in showers, um, that's who I'm going to be. And and if I'm going to just wear that and I'm going to be really smelly, the the, the feedback loop is going to be, my wife is going to start to look at me different. My kids will start to treat me different. My employees will start to, like our staff will start to look at me different. Our, everybody I interact with in, in the known world, every single person, will be like, Seth is going through something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or Seth, I don't know if his nose isn't good, or they're, they're going to say Seth is off, right? That's, that's the normal feedback loop. What we have some, we have this phenomenon today happening is people saying, no, they should just accept Seth for not showering. They have to learn to deal with the smelly Seth, the unhygienic Seth, this new Seth accept Seth. that That is where we're at as a world. And and then the world is being told you're wrong for saying, hey, Seth, there's something wrong here. Right. That's where we're at as a world. Mm. And it's not that people aren't, they don't love me or accept me, but they're saying, Seth, you should address this because it's hard to be around you when you smell like this. It's hard to look at you when you look like this. Right? right. Now, I'm sure there's people out there who might be mean and rude. We got to take a quick break. We're going to pause here. Go check us out online, share this episode, and subscribe to this show, and we'll be back in just a moment.
2: Five Star Life is a not-for-profit organization dedicated to changing the face of culture by changing kids' mindsets. Since 2005, we've impacted hundreds of thousands of lives thanks to the generous support of individuals, small businesses, corporations, and foundations. Are you interested in helping Five Star Life grow into all 50 states? With your donation or introduction, you can help bring Five Star Life to your community, school, and state. Go to fivestarlife.org and send us an email today. That's F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R-L-I-F-E dot O-R-G.
0: Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with my amazing co-host, Coach Mia.
1: Thanks, Seth. We're having a great conversation. I'm learning a lot.
0: Uh, you know what? This is such an interesting topic because it's so basic. Like when you think about how we probably grew up, like basic hygiene, basic social skills, it's almost like we're having to go back in time and and bring up some of these things and put them into curriculum because so many of them are being lost on the way uh, kids are being raised and all the technology and all of the kind of the culture is shifting so much. We're kind of revisiting some of these things that we grew up kind of thinking they're basic.
1: Well, one of the things, I mean, I don't ever remember talking about like a social life, right? It it was just kind of assumed or I don't know. (laughs) You didn't discuss it.
0: Well, we didn't just, excuse me. We didn't discuss it because our social life was a part of our life and today I mean so many kids are just they're on smartphones and so they're not connecting face to face and it's like parents grandparents are just urging pushing trying to get their kids to be social and so we're really breaking down what social life is and how it works and how to be social and some of those tips because today's kids have far less repetitions or practice being social, right? We talked about this in previous shows. So we grew up going places with our moms, our dads, our grandparents, and when we were there and they were having adult conversation, we were there part of it. I'm not saying we were necessarily engaged in the conversation, but... But we were there and we were listening and we were watching. We were learning all kinds of things about social interaction and we were watching our parents either thrive socially or crash and burn or sometimes a little bit of both. And then the other party, how are they responding to it? We learned so much about body language and eye contact and how to be funny, how to add humor, how how to, you know, have conversation. Today's generation, they've grown up with tablets and smartphones and so Kids are not growing up watching nearly as much of that interaction. They're missing so much training socially because of technology.
1: Gosh, you know, as you say that, I I was with my grandkids over the weekend. And the other thing that we weren't allowed to, like, interrupt because we were part of, we watched. You're right. You know, we were learning. And you learned that, you know what, when they were talking, you were quiet. And I'm not to seeing anybody but i mean today's kids interrupt and it's like they don't it doesn't matter um you know they don't have that that whatever when i not training but they just don't have that they don't know yeah
0: yeah it's what and again this is it plays right into what i'm saying when when you as a kid grow up and you have technology and it's about entertainment, it's about fun, maybe it's about learning. Again, we have a whole show, an episode, we talked about this in technology uh, a few episodes back, go check it out in the archives. Uh, but but this technology piece is playing a very interesting role. Kids are in their own world instead of in a social world, right? They're, they're in their own world. It's not a social, it's not a bigger world, it's a small world. And so, you know, I can be on my gaming station or on my smartphone while parents are having interaction with adults. And as soon as I have a problem, wh- what, are, what are kids trained to do? If the battery dies, if something goes on, kids automatically what? They interrupt what's going on. Parents automatically respond, oh, I need to take care of this. And w- where before it was hang on. Mm-hmm. I'll get to that in a minute. And so there's just, technology is playing such a different role in how we parent, how kids are growing up. And so what's, you you play that out to, to adolescents, and that's why they do that, because they're learning bad habits when they're young, that it's all about me, and when I need something, I can just go interrupt.
1: Well, and the parent also, you know, they use that as entertainment sometimes, or, you know, sure. that device. So it's, of course, it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, the battery's dead, you know, hurry up, change it, so they're back to... I don't have to bother with them almost.
0: And as a parent, it's like, oh, I've got to fix this for my killer right back. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying these are hard and fast right. rules. No. But in general, if if those become habits, then yes, kids will get used to having a me mentality instead of a social world mentality, where it's oh, they're I'm gonna I'm gonna look up. They're talking now. It's not a good time to interrupt, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which which is important. And some of us take it too far. Like my my kids. I feel bad because they've been trained so hard to not interrupt adult conversation that they'll wait so long and miss opportunities because I didn't want to interrupt you. I'm like, oh, I wish she would have interrupted mm-hmm. me. So it, but that's parenting, right? Okay. You're parenting in, on both sides of it. Um, but this is a part of the world kids live in. <clears throat> so the first thing we, we encourage kids to do was to make sure they groom themselves mm-hmm. and pay attention to their own basic hygiene. Um, and you know, it's amazing how the world, when you think about what brand you want, again, in in the last time we talked about, there's this, this interesting thing in the world where just be who you want. And, And I would say, I don't know that most kids actually are becoming who they want. I think they're being fed a message that just whoever you are is fine. Just stay there. And I think if kids are honest they'd say, no, this is not what I want. So so we're just asking kids to step back and think, okay, how do I want to be branded? What What is my brand? What do I want to be? And what kind of people do I want to attract? Because if you look at a storefront of a, a business or a restaurant, its storefront often deters or attracts certain types of people, mm-hmm. right? Same thing with how we dress. If you dress in... All black clothes, you'll probably attract a lot more people that dress in all black. I'm not judging that one way or another. If you dress in brick, right? I mean, there's so much research about this. I mean, if you walk into a doctor's office and, and there's you know 15 seats and it's full and there's a few different options where to sit, it, it is natural that if, if, if I'm mixed race, so I'm African American and white, it's data says I, you know I will sit with someone who's African American, right? White people sit with people that are, you know, white. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's often what you see take place. Why? Because we're attracted to things that are familiar. So we're attracted to people that seem like they're like us. Right? Mm-hmm. And so thinking about that, what do you want to put out there? Who do you want to attract? These are all social conversations because you get to choose what social circles you're in. It's It's fun.
1: It is fun. It, it's really simple.
0: It's very simple.
1: And I think we make it so hard.
0: And it's not hard at all. So the second thing we we teach kids is to be open for business. So groom yourself, practice good hygiene, smell good, look good, wear clean clothes. Second thing is being open for business. What that means is, you know, our body language, our facial expressions. When we walk into a room of people, we walk into somebody's space we're either sending the message that we're open for business or we're closed for business. Straight up. I mean, you watch somebody, if you're in a doctor's office, you watch somebody walk in, and if they walk in with staring at their phone or looking at the floor with a furrow between their eyes, I mean they're closed for business. They're sending the message like, Don't bother me, I'm busy. I'm not interested in talking. If you walk into a group of people into a room, wherever it is, could be a classroom, could be a church, could be a business office. You walk in and your eyes are up and you're, you're, you're observing who's in the room. You're making eye contact. Your eyes are the window to your life. And so you're showing that I'm open for business, I'm looking, I'm here. If you have a pleasant, warm look on your face, it can be just a light smile, a pleasant look, a light look. It shows the world that, oh, they're friendly. And research says, there's all kinds of studies about this, people are attracted to people that they think are friendly. So if you have a friendly vibe, there's some little things. And this is funny because I know I know lots of adults who have believed the lie that people don't like them. And it really is just ridiculous. It's literally the vibe they give off and how they conduct business when they walk into a room with people. Mm. They're closed for business. So they're thinking people are rejecting them. The reality is they're rejecting people. It's the exact opposite. They're closed for business. The people read the sign. The sign says closed. So I'm I'm going to move on to somebody else who wants to talk.
1: So that one hits home because I have made, for years I was just like, almost probably repelled people just by by <laughs> my looks. That's so, <laughs> so funny. That or at least that's I, how I felt when I'd walk in a room. Okay. You know I think when you're a little bit. Uh, you're an introvert. Yes. Maybe on the shy side, you do like, kind of throw that vibe off. Like, yes. I'm afraid almost of you.
0: I did that hardcore, because yeah. I was shy growing up. Like as a as a little kid, I was shy. So all everything I'm talking about, I had to learn to do. Um, these are, listen, our personality is learned behaviors, one layer upon upon the other. Uh, everything is learned. Anything that's learned can be unlearned. And so, we're teaching kids these things because they get to learn and unlearn what they want, and it will have huge ramifications on their social life. We have to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. Five Star Life offers year round programs for kids at our 350 acre training facility that we call Summit. These programs focus on three core components. First, each program includes lessons from our curriculum that targets kids' mindset. Secondly, each program teaches a skill like equine, archery, blacksmithing, basketball, fishing, boating, and many more. Thirdly, our programs connect kids to mentors we call coaches, who are trained to help kids live a five-star life. Go to 5starlife.org to learn more or sign up your kids. Welcome back to the 5-star life show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with my incredible co-host, Coach Nia. business. Yeah. So we're talking about how to break through in our social lives. We are hardwired to be connected relationally. And if you're enjoying this show, by the way, the content of it really, if you want to help us out and help the people out in your life, make sure you share this episode with people. We are listened to on every podcast stream available. We're also on YouTube at the five star life. Uh, Be sure to share it, but also do us a favor, like it and subscribe to it. So you don't miss a listen, uh, a lesson. You can actually uh, go through archives and check it out. And uh, make sure you share this, though. This is a, a powerful conversation, especially for the kids in your life who have this social anxiety, are socially awkward. And, you know, one of the things I hear all the time is um, among adults is, well, it's just kind of how they are. It's just kids today. And I just, uh, on the onset, I, I just reject that. Th- this Just because technology is here, it's changing us, but How much do we want it to change who we are as human beings and how we operate socially? And the data is not good. So why would we say that's just the way it is? I think that we have to learn how to uh, adapt to technology. It's here. It's not going anywhere. But we can learn a lot about what the role of technology should be in kids' lives, and what we need to do to combat this isolating tendency of technology that's prohibiting kids from really connecting socially.
1: I think that's the scariest part is that isolation and that they this becomes the friend, this becomes the social life, and, and to break free from that without, because you're right, it's part of who we, it, it, it's here. It's not going anywhere. We can't rip it out of our kids' hands and just think that they're going to, you know, everything's going to change. So how do you I know we're talking to kids and we're giving them some steps to um, kind of work towards that. But for parents, like what's their step?
0: I, I think that for parents, it's the same thing because parents, you know, they're such strong models, right? I mean, parents have such a major role. I don't care what age your kids are. They are absorbing so much from you. And so no matter whether you have toddlers right now and you're just kind of gleaning this stuff and you're taking it in and thinking about, oh man, I want to be careful with cell phone use and tablet use, which, um, you are in such a good spot to be in the generation with toddlers now, as opposed to my generation that we were the Guinea pigs and we were sold this, this bag of goods that technology is so good. Just give it to them. It's educational. It's good for their brain. Um, they didn't tell us any of the negative effects. It was all sales. We were we were pushed. It was a sales pitch. Um, years later, kids are addicted to porn. They've crawled into dark crevices of the internet. It's messed kids up. Uh, it's, it's caused them to form evil, evil habits. And so now we, you know that, so you can avoid that. Um, so you're in a good spot. Or if you have kids that are my age, And maybe you've made a bunch of mistakes like me and my wife have, (laughs) like every other parent our age has. We've made more mistakes than we'd like to admit. Um, But we recognize that we have something uh, very powerful and very important. And I think recognizing this and being aware of this, we're talking about self-awareness, is we recognize that we are the authority in our home. Um, I can't state that clear enough for every parent out there. Whether you feel like you're the authority, whether you feel like you have influence in your kids' lives, you are the authority still. And I think what you do with that is so important. And one of the ways that you can exercise your authority is just by, you know, modeling some of these things. If you have lowered the bar and you've allowed your, you know, 17-year-old kid to wear the same shirt for five days, well, you know, I understand you don't want to cause a war over a shirt every day, but it's worth having a conversation about not just the shirt and not just how gross it is, not just about how grossed out you are of that, but a conversation about like, Hey, you know what? You're representing yourself. Like you're branding yourself. And I'm just telling you, like do you realize like maybe your nose is broke, but that thing stinketh. Like that thing is bad. And well, I don't care. I don't care about this. well, well, let's talk about that mm-hmm. because th- this is important. So, and at the end of the day, I would tell my kids, like, I, I really, I'm, it's unfortunate you don't care, but um, I care because I love you. And so, you're going to wear a different shirt, and I, you're going to learn how to do the laundry because you're going to wash the thing. You're going to wear it every time. Mm-hmm. You're going to wash that thing yeah, or wash it by hand so there's some simple things like that, that you can help your kids out. And these are the things that, you know what, I know some parents are worried about. They're going to be 35 years old. And they're going to be in a therapy session, you know, angry with their parents because I made them wash shirt. Well, me and my wife, we'd much rather have a bar. Not that we're being harsh and mean and rigid, but it's just like, that's just gross. So like, I'm not going to argue with you about it, but uh, you're going to have to wash that if you're going to wear it again. Otherwise, I'm going to find a way that's going to disappear.
1: Hey, and they got to learn how to do it at some point. That's absolutely <laughs> They're not going to be in your house forever. That's so, right.
0: Yeah. So I, I think modeling hygiene is, is one of the places to start. Um, I think sometimes as parents, we lower our own bar because we get ra- running ragged and we're tired and we're exhausted. So we lower our own bar. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think raising the bar a little bit, I think things like my wife buys my son's cologne. Something that's like in the stocking at at Christmas time. Yeah. So she started that when they're probably 13 ish teenagers just started and, they, and yeah. they just loved it. So like it kind of fed this hygiene. I like to smell good. Um, they all went through a phase where they didn't care. Like boys, especially like they don't care how they look through certain ages and there's a certain age where it just it starts to matter. It's that age when they realize there's girls that are looking at them. Mm-hmm. That changes everything.
1: And my grandson, I think he learned at like three that uh, there there was hair gel and
0: (laughs) he was early. He's all
1: about yeah. He's all about the hygiene. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. He's got it. That's good. Yeah. Uh, So so the other the other part I'd I'd say to model though too is I think this lesson is not just for kids. It's for adults, especially when we talk about being open for business. Mm. I think that's the piece that's probably the most powerful part you as a parent or grandparent or friend of a teen or or preteen can model for your kids social interaction like if you're practicing just binging tv at night instead of socially connecting as a family like you're setting the tone Sh- shut off the tv put down the phone and go for a walk um i would even say in social like how often do you guys get out as family and do social things like what kind of like do you volunteer anywhere are you guys a part of any other social activities I think those are all things that, as I guess as adults, I'd really challenge you to think about what you're modeling and what environments you're giving your kids to socially connect and for them to see you socially connecting. I have a, a good friend who told me, growing up as a kid, my parents had no friends. They had no friends. And so I, one of the things that I want to model as an adult is I want to model like friendships and social interaction. And I think that's a simple thing to kind of evaluate and be self-aware. Like, would you give your kids opportunities to model that? Mm -hmm.
1: The other thing, too, is lately uh, when you go out to dinner and you see couples together that don't even talk. They just have their phones. And you're just like, oh, my gosh. Like, why?
0: They're having a blast.
1: Yeah. It's sad. (laughs) It's very sad.
0: Yeah. It it is... um it is very interesting what technology is doing, and again, that's why we're talking about self-awareness. We don't even know where we don't even know it's happening most of the time. So, all right. To recap this, just want to encourage um, every one of you really thinking about grooming, thinking about being open for business. Take a step in one of these areas, whether it's you know just being more open for business when you walk through, the, you know, the shopping center when you're checking out. I mean, I, my wife. Uh, does most of the shopping, but she models for our kids like how to interact with the clerk. Like she's always been, we, we try to take those little moments to make sure like this is a human being, we're going to engage with this person. Mm-hmm. If we can make this person, like this next two minutes of this person's life better, better, so so they've watched, as I've done that in smaller ways, and my wife does this all the time, she loves engaging with people. And so my kids are watching that. Maybe that's a challenge for some of you. Um, we're about out of time. We have some amazing things coming up. Um, we have some events for those of you who are in the Michiana area coming up. We have our Five Star Life Golf Open. You can learn more. Uh, on our website at 5 We also have the incredible new event, first time event. It's Cowboys and Heroes. Yes. Is that, am I saying horses that right? Horses and Heroes. Horses and Heroes. <laughs> like I said, it's Horses and Heroes. Cowboys are involved. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be at Summit, our 350 acre training facility. It's going to be kind of around our whole ranch theme, but you're going to get a tour of the whole facility. We're going to have great food. It's going to be a lot of fun, some music involved. So check that out at 5starlife.org. And be sure to share this show, subscribe to this show. And remember, you can watch this anywhere podcast or listen to. You can also check us out uh, on YouTube at The Five Star Life. See you next week.
2: At Five Star Life, we are changing the face of culture through education and sports by changing the most important piece of a human being's life, their mindset. If you're interested in being a part of our journey, please visit 5starlife.org for more information on volunteer and donation opportunities.